there's a strange noise gurgling and gobbling around the orbital this week. The radio team have very wisely locked themselves in the studio and posted guards outside. It's a full studio this week, and there's more than a little musical chairs going on as everyone takes their seats. However, once everyone's seated and they've all turned their scripts the right way up, this week's tech leans over to his mic and says... Our mics are, hopefully, live. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Live. Yes, it's Thursday. It's us, we're here, you're there, and soon we'll be, as usual, attempting to give you the 0.22 light-year from the jump-in point perspective on what's been going on in the galaxy. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and I'll be your tech this evening. I, I wondered why I had to squint every time I read the news headlines. I mean, I, I thought it was just the font size. 0.22 light years. That's a long way. I'm Amelia Hawke, and later in the show, I'll be experiencing one of the galaxy's rares yet again. I'm your apology officer, Mia Harkness, and I'd like to take this opportunity right now to apologise for everything you are about to experience. And I'm Juan Kier, and I'm trying to get my head around there being twice as much BGS as it was before. But more on that later in the show. I'm Norma Snockers, and along with my voice twin Flossie, we'll be trying to work out if there are any CGs and bits of community news that we can shoehorn into this evening's show. And I'm Sandy Crevice. As Rudolph is on the decks tonight, I've got a week off from mashing the buttons. Whoa, 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 mashing them? I thought we were supposed to sauté them lightly. Anyway... On with um, some news headlines. Hutton discovers parallel universe. Prepare to meet the Mirror Truckers. Fishing trip goes disastrously wrong. Too hot, too messy. Update 16. Gilia signature weapons. Available once more. Boatload of turkeys run rampant through the orbital. In new Two Scoops update, you can now get chocolate and chocolate chip all in one delicious space dessert. In Yamazaki, it's in the ducts. First tonight, we have breaking scientific discovery news courtesy of Hutton-aligned Canon scientists, or HACs for short. They believe they've discovered information that will turn the universe as we know it on its head. Something big is coming. No, we don't mean a horde of super swirly space stargoids arriving in the bubble, though there is more on them later. We mean the discovery 
of a parallel universe. The scientists who normally spend their time testing the tensile strength of Hutton mugs and wandering about in hazmat suits trying to work out whether caustic clouds clean mugs better than good old fairy liquid and a scrubbing brush were fiddling with the deep space listening gear. When they moved their Hutton mug near one of the receivers, appeared to have uncovered a secret countdown signal. What's more, after trying to discover the origin of the signal, it appeared to come from a separate reality. And what's even more than that, it appears to be a near-perfect replica of our very own universe. Now, as avid space sci-fi fans, they immediately jumped to conclusions and, of course, named it the Mirrorverse, because Trek. They've theorised that by this time next week, a giant space burp is going to happen, and our own timeline will be splitting into two, branching our very own live universe into two in a form of budding that's, as of yet, not yet named. What's more, they believe that commanders will be able to hop between them at will, visiting both Hutton orbitals, mugging both galaxies in what we might have to start referring to as a too hot messy times two, it's understood that the space burp could have far-reaching consequences for commanders as, whilst those of us using PC systems can jump between them at will, our friends from Team Hotbox and Hot Psss will be catapulted into the Mirrorverse, never to return. Though we can pop over for a little visit every now and again. Does it contain a leather-clad, combat-ready Flossie running a fearsome pirate faction? Does Chicks still have his moustaches? Or will Mirror Chicks have a mighty pirate neckbeard and bare top lip? Will there be an apology officer? Or is the Mirror Mia instead to be unashamedly named the So What officer? And are they English? Will Lael Wolf have her hair and youthful good looks back? Is Cecil the president of the Temperance Society and a teetotaler? What about the Mad Monks? Will the alternate versions instead be the sane nuns of Van Manen? And do we have to rename George's pants to Jane's knickers? We won't know until the space, space burp happens. But it's coming, and Intarius is worried. Who doesn't like a spot of gentle fishing? Okay, a lot of people. Mostly those who think yoinking a poor trout out of the water with a big hook through the cheek when all it was doing was going for a little swim is a little on the cruel side. Yes, even if you throw it back again for someone else to do the exact same thing next week so they can pose for a selfie with a little fishy and feel all superior. This doing the same mean thing over and over again appears to be a common trait amongst us humans. I know, said those in charge. I know. Let's stick a mega ship with a megaphone in the path of an oncoming space swirly starroid thing. Gulp. Yoink. Dark stops for a selfie with a little human fishy in a tin can, before throwing it back, looking a little worse for wear. Yes, the Kingfisher megaship gets smashed, which isn't really a big surprise. And to be fair, neither is the fact that they'd permit-locked the system so no one else could see what was going on, no one could hear them broadcast the message, come and have a go if you think you're hard enough, on the mighty megaship mounted megaphone. They lost contact with it, the super swirly space stargoid swept on, then they took the permit lock off and asked nicely if anyone had a dustpan and brush. And it comes as even less of a surprise that everyone who thought of the mission decided that they weren't actually going to be on the mission. 
Commanders are reporting that the cargo hold of the Kingfisher appears to have been stuffed and stuffed to the guild with Thargoid probes. The one thing guaranteed to get Thargoids to attack you. So, it's an insurance job then. Our advice to the powers that be is that if you were serious about getting a megaship to interface with the incoming Thargoids, you could do worse than send over the Gnosis, the only megaship in the galaxy to be proven immune to Thargoid attack, repelling eight-sided minis unharmed since 3304. We have a station emergency. Commander Chicks has accidentally flushed himself out the airlock. Quick, presenters. <clears throat> Is anybody he's, able he's, to present pretend? He's just to crawled Chicks? back in. Oh, he's back Seamless. in. He's back in. Yeah, totally we we wound him in. He was on. He was on one of those. It was, it was uh, the plumber. Commander yeah. Chicks, are you there? No. More importantly, can you hear us? He's completely gone. Quick, someone yeah. take take over. Um, volunteers, please. I'll do it. Too yeah. hot, too messy. The Hutton led initiative to deliver Hutton mugs and Centauri Megagen to every single station in the galaxy has now been going for a whole 16 weeks. This week, commanders have continued to drop off mugs and gin and have done more than 38,000 times. Delivery numbers were good last week with over 1,800 deliveries. We've upped our deliveries, so up yours too. Remember, every mug counts and you may just win a real mug by taking part. Eight more commanders joined the effort in the last couple of weeks, taking the total to 237 pilots, spread across 77 squadrons, and of course, more are always welcome. Naturally, Hutton are blazing away at the head of the squadron leaderboard, delivering a, to a collective tally of 16,000 deliveries. The winged hussars are in second with over 2,000 muggings, and the paladins are holding third with over 1,400. Hey, yeah, wait, hey, just a minute. Oh, I want a script. I want yeah, a script. I can fight you for it. Anyway, anyway, that that guy Chicks is still out in front with over thirty two hundred mugs and didn't deliver. Some say that he's turned off the heating to deliver mugs faster. However, he's been chased down by Waller eighty one, who has been tussling with them for a week or two, but has finally pulled clear with over twenty six hundred muggings. Commander Mouse 8287 hasn't moved for several weeks and he's now in fifth after being passed by Infinite Dreamer and two more commanders joined the 1000 Club this week, LDSK and Poker Rap, taking the membership of that exclusive club to seven. How do we know all this? Well, because it's tracked by the Marvel that is the Hutton Helper and updated live on the Too Hot Too Messy event page at hot.forthemug.com forward slash hotmess2. Apart from the glory alone, there's an additional incentive in the form of a chance to win a real-world, handle-the-right-way-up, Velcro-free, mods-preventing hot mug that you can fill with tea, gin, or whatever you like as you happily take a hot mug to where no hot mug has gone before. Any commander that delivers 10 mugs and gin in a week will be entered into that week's draw to win a real hot mug. Unless you've already have one, of course, in which case you'll already be immunised against mods. 15 commanders have accomplished this so far, so you can see a little golden mug next to their names in the top commanders table and keep listening for this week's winner to be announced in the banter bit after the news. 
How do I join in the fun, I hear you ask? Well, first you need to sign up by downloading the Hutton Helper from hot.forthemonth.com forward slash download, where your mug and gin deliveries will be automatically registered for you by Antares' abacus-wielding hamsters. In my role as roving reporter for the Galnet Rares Digest, whilst I've got access to all of them, even when they're not technically on sale, it's nice when we get news that some of the rarest rares, you know, those that have been withdrawn from the commodity markets as the owning faction just don't approve of such things, come back on sale, even if temporarily. Gilead's signature weapons are one such commodity. The owning faction of the system are pacifists. They don't like selling weapons. They made them illegal and doubly illegal if they're signed. Which has meant that second-hand prices for Gilia Signature Trebuchet, or Gilia Big Stick with a Nail in it, went through the roof. Almost all of the Galaxy's stock were in private hands. Uh, okay, some of them have been promoted since and are up to the rank of Major. And only a very few specialised traders had any stocks safely squirreled away on their fleet carriers. And that's even rarer, as, as far as we can tell, the weapons have been off sale since before carriers were available to buy. Now, the owning faction, the very hippie pacifist, the Fireflies, appear to be concentrating on something else at the moment. Maybe staring at the scenery in wonder, or off on a camping trip to discover themselves. What they weren't doing was watching what was happening with the Gilia Law Party, who snuck up on them, delivered a strongly worded set of legal papers, snatched the system, and immediately declared that Gilia's signature weapons were legal, and of course, highly taxed. Before I go any further, Alvin has asked me to make it very, very clear that Hutton cannot condone any attacks on other player groups whether at the ballot box or at the end of a beam rifle, and despite our love for rare commodities, would never condone commanders taking action in a system like this just so they could get their name inscribed on the side of a rather martial cricket bat, labelled Mr. Wacky. That said, Commander Roraima, formerly of Hutton, not the formerly, took it upon themselves to give the whole thing a little bit of a push and is claiming credit for single-handedly whopping out the weapons from under the hippies. So, we're going to say both hooray and tisk tisk, and we're both going to clap, but also wag a disapproving finger in their direction. A classic case of Galnet Rare's rescues. Hutton, don't flip systems. So you have to. If you were wondering, wondering the orbital earlier today, you might have heard a strange gobbling noise. In fact, an awful lot of strange gobbling noises echoing around every corridor, around every corner. You couldn't help but notice it. Sometimes the sound would seem to move and be accompanied by a bit of squawking or ruffling noises mostly gobbling. It appears that Alvin was sent a nice present by his friends from the night shift 
A Type 9 had pulled up outside the station window, flashed its lights a bit and then flew the obligatory safe distance away from the orbital before dropping gift-wrapped canister after gift-wrapped canister. Waiting small ships ferried them to the landing pads and unloaded their contents into the docking bay. With no external markings on the wrapping paper, it was brown, and the delivery note completely illegible, customs officials broke open the canisters very carefully. And that's when the tide of gobbling commenced. It got worse when the security detail of Mormus Bog Spaniels were dispatched to the scene of the incident as there was then gobbling and barking and squawking and the sounds of really big fight. Communications teams studied the footage of the delivery Type 9 for any clues as to what the night shift were up to and managed to determine that the flashing lights were indeed an ancient earth code which read Dash Dot 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 dash dash dot dash dot dash dot 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 always contending a dot 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 Thank you Mia What it actually said was flash blip 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 flash flash blip flash blip flash bip bip blip And now I'm seeing purple dots everywhere because I was staring at it which, when put through the Hutton translator phone, simply said, Thanks. And then the penny dropped. That explained all the pilots wearing pumpkin heads. And of course, when we turned the delivery note the right way up, explained why it's do not open until the 24th. So, happy Thanksgiving to the night shift and the Merkin people. We'll enjoy chasing the turkeys around the station and rounding them up then gobbling them. With all the talk earlier in the show of the uh, Mirrorverse, and whether Mirror Dead Meat GF has been renamed to Thriving Kale One Night Stand, there was another important announcement as to things being different next week, and this one is a biggie. With vanilla Mirror Mortals being consigned to the parallel universe, along with our brethren and sisterin from the hotbox and hot side of things, that's left the rest of us with a rift. There are those who like space, and those who like space and walking about. And to date, in order to meet up, we'd have to switch systems on our ships to space-only settings in order to meet up. Yes, the Chock and Chock Chip lovers were kept well apart. But from next week, ice cream outlets and shipboard systems across the galaxy will be able to put both scoops in the same cone. It appears that the space burp has been caused by a not enough space reading drive G. That's G for galaxy. It was just too full. The budding this is happening is a natural consequence of there being just too many of us in one place at the same time. Mostly with fleet carriers. It has something to do with the critical mass of carriers. So when the space bear happens, a bit like the snap from Marvel Legends, all those disappearing off to find out whether their version of Normus Knockers is called... I'm not reading that. that. That's too rude even for me to say. Should we just say that the mirror version isn't the same? Anyway, with them gone to the place where the Friday Night Quiz and Drabble competitions are run by remarkably sane Bullock... 
It means that shipboard systems will have the bandwidth to get in touch with your space buddies once more without flipping the big switch. And as Hutton's all about PWP, that's player with player interaction, that's a good thing. Oh, and we've also been reliably informed that it's all an evil plot by Tharg, as he can't be bothered to switch galaxy modes to wipe us all out. With just a single outbreak, a self-inflicted infrastructure failure and a self-inflicted war, it's been a lot quieter around here than of late. More on those stories coming up. Bottom of the heap this week, as usual, is Barnard's star floundering in its fecklessness on 32. I could, of course, make some lame excuse about it still recovering from an infrastructure failure, but, well, why bother? It is, after all, Barnard's star, our very own beacon of mediocrity. Currently, the latest and endless succession of wars is just about to start, tying up almost a quarter of system influence, so it'll be well into next week before it's worth trying to move Hutton influence. Next, Stein 2051 was recovering well from last week's 37, briefly reaching 40, but then once again started a steady slide and is currently sitting on 35. Just above Stein 2051 are the Epsilons, Indy and Eridani. Indy on 37 is still recovering from last week's outbreak and is notoriously slow to move. Eridani was doing well but lost 5 points in the week, ending just above Indy on 38. Poor little Avic, thinking that it had shed its woes, albeit temporarily, has reached 43%, a good 20 point. 20 points higher than its nemesis, Sirius Corporation, but an outbreak broke out on Saturday, halting its recovery, shipping meds to Bruce Prospect via the medium pads. The latest of our adverse states is in Y0855-0714 and takes the form of an infrastructure failure. We're not quite sure what it is about Yamazaki Landing, but we installed the same filters there as every other hut station in Hutton Space, but they only last a third as long. Perhaps it's the local brand of cooking oil and taste for Uchiong chilies in the 17 branches of McThargoids in Yamazaki that's the problem. Hmm. Anyway, whilst our hazmat crews strip out and decontaminate station scrubbers, filters, ductwork, piping and well everything really and dump it into the local star shipping supplies of water purifiers and power generators ready for them to refit but remember medium pads only at the overachieving end of the hot systems table we have only three systems above 60 percent as mentioned last week we expanded from Haghole into midcut and there are no other player factions one orbital station but most importantly it has a vaguely rude name Alvin has decreed that we are staying. So, the war to stay started today and we need to win four days of the next seven to start our residence. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, ship meds to Avic to relieve the outbreak, ship water purifiers and power generators to Y0855-0714 to relieve the infrastructure failure, and then after the weekend, boost Barnard Star and Stein 2051. If you want to shoot something, Win the Bush War in Mingecut. So that's a short back and sides there, then, yes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. On a Mohawk. 
think it's called a landing strip. Hello, everybody. It's it's us. We're back in the studio. There you go. Let, let's put some pictures of spinny ships up on screen. Um, it, it's nice to be back in this chair, and I'm 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 really glad you've not smashed the arms. You know, the swivelly bit still works. The uppy downy bit still broken. Is, yeah, yeah and is that's there an end of a working as well. <laughs> Is there the end of a finger in there? <laughs> yeah, just wedged. Yes, count, count to ten. No, I think that's a toe. No. I don't know what kind just, of... Just, uh, yeah. It's definitely used to checks, because I think it's hang, I think the finger's hanging around your 20 pence piece. <laughs> says, says the jock. Yes, I, exactly. I, I just want to know who's the uh, the chewing gum underneath it is, because I keep putting my hand in it. it, it it's not mine. Sorry oh, I about that. Yeah, it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's lost all its flavour anyway. I had a, I had a suit earlier. That's not chewing uh, gum. Right. <laughs> no, that's what I thought. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm just sort of glancing. Sorry, <clears throat> glancing at my script there because there's uh, somebody. Somebody says, "Oh, put this image up," and I goes, "I didn't read ahead, did I?" And so I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just lining it up and realised, uh, is it supposed to be sideways like that? Oh, it's the right way up. Oh, right, so, le left to right. Yes. No, because the one you put up earlier was top to bottom, pointing down. You see, oh, but this right. one's in the left. And is it auto rotated? It was oh, supposed bl to be left. Blame chicks right. then. I'm not seeing anything upside down. Commander chicks, tell I'll us: is, is it right. supposed to be looking rude from left to right, or from top to bottom? Oh no, he's gone. He's gone away again. Yes, I'm, yes, indeed. Sorry, yes, I'm, yes I'm, indeed. I'm, so from I'm, left to right, then. Okay. Well, I'll, I've got that I'm, ready for a minute. I'm having oh. plumber conversations. Yeah. Anyway, we're joined in the studio by the the return of Amelia. Good evening, Amelia. Hello. How is Space Mods? Space Mods is devastating. You know, I've not had a good year with mods. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll save the in-depth analysis of the Green Lurgy until the Green Room bit, uh, in a bit. Um, but, uh, apology officer, good evening. Good um, evening. You're here, and Chicks is here. Mm. Yeah, well, vaguely. Most, how, mostly. How was, the, how was the trip out the airlock? <laughs> it's brief. It's cold I, I, outside. I, 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 and there's no kind of atmosphere. His um, eyes were really bulging. I sort of got That's back normal. in five Go seconds after my cue because I fumbled the uh, fumbled the latch. Oops. Um, uh, that, that, that wasn't fumbled. We just weren't quick enough locking it properly. <laughs> yes. But, you, yeah, but you're right. It is cold in here. It is and definitely very no, cold in space. And no big. heating for a week. No. You did shut the door after you, didn't you? <laughs> oh, it's gone right down my spine, that one. And we've mm. got the Litho Breaker here also, also known as Sandy Crevice. Hello. Hello, and uh, thank you very much, uh, Litho, for your efforts and uh, that of uh, your uh, tech double-double uh, stand-in, or my other double-tech stand-in as well, uh, Overlight, I'm over just, the last I'm just a weeks. geek at heart. Yeah. If, if somebody puts a line of buttons in front of me, I've got to push them. Yes, and have there, have there been any more stitchings since, or stitch-ups since uh, last time? Um, or were we, no, we because so. I mean, I only was catching it again in sort of after the event, and it sounded very good. So I thought, well, yeah, just double check we've, how many seams. We've, um, we've we've been mostly seam limited. There's, there's not been a quite a seamless show. Well, I'm last week we that. only spotted the seams we finished and found that we hadn't hit record at the start of the show. That wouldn't be the really? first time or the last time that that one's yeah. happened. No. Um, and we've got Flossie. Hello, Flossie. Hello. We've got to check, you know, whether you're Flossie or Mirror Flossie. So, Flossie, combat on in space combat zones. Your feelings on this? Um, only in uh, on the planets. 
Only, I'll say, okay, so you're only half a Mirrorverse Flossie. You're not evil Flossie this week. <laughs> no. Right, um, so do you want me to put this image up first? Uh, no, Commander, Commander Chicks has been given five minutes to um, go and latch the door. So uh, he's, he's going to be back. So we'll we'll explain the space burp. Because Amelia, you, because you had space mods, didn't know about the space burp. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So the space burp is going to be happening sometime soon. And the Pilots Federation came out and said there's just no more space for everybody in the galaxy. It's too full. So we've applied some scissors to it. So they're going to chop the bit marked 3.8, the vanilla version, Horizons, with the scissors. And um, it's going off into the Mirror Universe, all on its own, with its own Mirror BGS and its Mirror Commander uh, progress. Um, Is the you'll universe find... having a baby? Pardon, what? <laughs> Is the universe having a baby? Uh, well, yeah, it's 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 no, it's 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 more of a Siamese twins oh. thing. Yeah, it's oh. sort of a clone, Sorry, con- clone conjoined clone. twins. Yeah, because I, th- I was going to say the easy way to explain it is when the mummy universe, the daddy universe, love one another very, very much. <laughs> then they, they get divorced bang. and go their separate yeah. ways. Yes, they have a bit of a bang, not a big bang, but just a bit of a bang, and a baby universe appears. Yes, so that there will be a second universe appearing, which still has you in it, Amelia. It's it just Amelia from that day is in it. And if you don't go and visit, that Amelia gets up to things on her own that's got nothing to do with the real Amelia that's doing things here, if that makes sense. That does not make sense. Basically, a carbon copy starts, but so it doesn't go anywhere minutes. until you do things in it. So you can go there and do use. things, or you can come here and do things, but the two aren't connected anymore. So Hutton will have so- two influences... If you do things there, so, it doesn't affect here, and if you do things here, it doesn't affect there. Okay, so if, if I went to the mirror universe, yes. and I, I don't know, oh, I don't know, I handed in a billion credits worth of ore, could I then bring that billion credits back with me? No. Nope. Because they're mirror credits. They're mirror credits, yes. Oh. Right. Um, so so I think they described it as, because people still love certain bits about the old universe, the vanilla universe, that, that flavour that used to be. Like um, some of the canyons on planets are, are much more pronounced in that one. Now, people do love visiting it. And so they've said, well, you can still have it. It just has no effect on the real universe. It's like a simulation of the real universe we're in here. If... Okay, so if... Okay. <laughs> Let me think. Yes. <laughs> the current me, am I still me? You're still you now, but next week there's going to be you and mirror you. It's it's a bit like when the Pilots Federation run those universe simulations just before something big happens in the universe, where they... They simulate a complete cloned copy of everybody and everything that you can go and explore as if you were that person in the in the new what they think is likely to be coming in the next sort of big flop or big bang or whatever it might be that time. Okay, so but my my type nine Ermintrude. Mm-hmm. There's going to be two Ermintrudes. There will oh, be yeah. two Ermin. There'll be Ermintrude and Evil Mirror Ermintrude. Evil Mirror Ermintrude. Will she still be pink? Uh, it, yes. yes, but it'll be evil pink. But yeah, if you if, if Ermintrude like goes pink. purple in the real world, Ermintrude will still be pink over there. Just just right. so just so I can clarify, are you asking uh, Vantian about colours? <laughs> yes, Skeletor <laughs> wears blue. 
Will it be the same yeah. colour in the mirror universe? Yeah. No, skeleton all grey. blue. All grey. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, based, so, so the space bird. So, so what happens is, up until next week, you're fine and dandy and tickety-boo. As of next week, the evil mirror You'll universe You'll still be fine created. and dandy. Yeah. So and it, it's been referred to after as... After next week, you buy another Type 9. I know cheating in the inventory, but let's, let's not say that. Um, say you buy a, a Type 9. Or you might want to buy like, an Imperial Clipper or something. You buy that, but then you go to the Mirror Universe, you then won't have that, but you'll still have the money that you spent on it. Yep. Right. And anything you do from that day on will only happen in this universe, and anything you do in that universe from this day on will only stay in that universe. There is one exception to that, by the way, which we'll just go into. There is an exception. So we've been talking to Snuggles McKeague, and we've been talking to the Antarius Fusion, because obviously we've got the too hot, too messy thing going on to deliver mugs everywhere in the galaxy to keep them safe from mugs. We understand that through the power of wibbly, frameshift-controlled heating of hut and mugs, deliveries of mugs there will probably inoculate here against mods. Yeah, because we're not going back to do all that again. No, we're not going back to do all that again. But also because our friends from Hotbox and Hot PS are going to be in the Mirror Universe only, so they're going to be their evil selves now. Um, so they can still <laughs> deliver mugs over in, in 3.8 in the vanilla Mirror has said, all I can hear is the narrator from Soap saying, confused, you will be. <laughs> yes. this week's edition of Hutton News. Anyway, mug deliveries, we're, we're, we're going to work on mug deliveries still count in the mirror universe and the real universe, and that's the only thing that does. Now, we don't yeah, know what's happening... That's, to f- that's because of quantum mug-tanglement, wasn't it? Quantum mug-tanglement, yes. yes. But that's the only thing that will carry over. Um, but uh, you can pop over there and, and join in. Now, we don't know what's happening to all the hotbox fleet carriers. Are they going to stay here and become derelict? Or are they going to vanish magically and just appear in the mirror universe? We don't know this one yet. We'll have to find out. Maybe uh, we also not vanish magically. My hotbox fleet carrier. We'll only go to the mirrorverse. And obviously, if you have to maintain it, you may have to put twice as much time into maintaining oh, that I'll one. I'll put all the money one. for my Xbox... Commander in here. Once yep. I transferred across, he's put all my on my Xbox. He just put all my money in here and left it because it's it's sitting at it's ten thousand light years out, but it's get you know it's get repair and restock the, facilities and twenty thousand tons of tritium on it. You know, so yeah. well the other thing we don't know is obviously in terms of squadron management how that's going to work and membership as well. We suspect it's going to be have to log in as Hutton truckers there and Hutton truckers here and but also you'll have, you'll you'll have what, squadron you'll have squadrons here and empires there. Yes, absolutely, and and um, what what we have said is because it's going to be too much for chicks to keep up with every single week and <laughs> yeah ding um <laughs> then we with the the hutton bgs stuff the maintenance of our mighty little little corner of the galaxy we're only going to concentrate on uh, the live one for the main sort of chit chat though we would love if our team hotbox friends and those still playing in the vanilla universe the mirrorverse could vaguely keep an eye on hutton that'd be marvelous but the the main reporting we're going to do is i'll off. be honest i don't know if anybody's still playing an xbox so you may struggle with that yeah well okay well just as long as somebody can pop in occasionally and check that we still own hutton that'd be quite nice <laughs> But we're not going to worry too much about whether it's an infrastructure failure. After all, it is the mirrorverse. Evil things happen. Um, okay, can we all can we all move on with our lives then? Yes, we can. Yes. Yay! Just, okay. Ju- just one last question on it. Have we actually had it confirmed which of the two universes is the evil one? Yeah, the other one. 
Well, it's always all the we other do one. is uh, uh, next sure? week's show. If yeah, it's got a beard. Sure. It's got a beard that must be evil. Yeah, if, if Frosty uh, turns right. up in leather next week, we know which one we're in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Facial do. hair yeah. equals evil. Yes. Yeah. One other question is, I, I speaking of facial hair equaling evil. Carry on. The, the, there must be a facility somewhere, you know, like when you, when you, you know, your cars. You can't even sell it as a second-hand car. Your second-hand fleet carrier. Imagine how big the crusher must be to uh, to put the fleet. Carrier I don't know. I think it must be like piranhas. They no, probably don't. They won't have a crusher. Small moon-sized just... cube of duralumin yeah. or whatever. No, they won't have a crusher. They'll just push it into a black hole. Will there be an evil Hutton orbital radio? Well, that remains well, to be one. seen. <laughs> yeah, another one, yes. Right, no, Commander Chicks, now that we're back, I've got that well, image. Well, we're, we're sort of back. Yeah, we're sort of back. the noises in there. Yeah. Um, so fixing all the ductwork at Yamazaki. Before we do that, quick reminder that there is a um, a green room this week, so if you do want to pop in, Commander Roraima, and explain your actions to Alvin as to why you were naughty to another player group, and then get a pat on the back for getting the rare back, then do pop into the green room later in the show. Uh, the server address, Commander Flossie, is... TS.fathermog.com And the apology officer, that is not a... It's not a website. But what it is, is... Ah, uh, TeamSpeak server? Yay, there we go. Um, okay, so that's later. Um, now, shall I put up this image, especially for Rare Commander Chicks now, on screen? Hang on one second, I've hidden it. There we are. It looks like this. It's... 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 I can't see it yet. I know what it is, though. Yeah. But what I really want to know is, oh, come on, there it is. There you, you go. Know, it, should have, it should have been the other way around. That's, I what, I was a, that's what I was I asking. Who is VSVN? That's what I want to know. It's the very sexy Van Marnen's nuns. Well, you mean like that? Like, I've turned it. I've, there you go. VSVN. There we go. It says VSVN on it now. Yeah, who is VSVN and why are they at the moon? And, and why have they got big solar panels pointing at the sun? And uh, are they Thargoid infiltrators? The, new balls. <gasps> the very serious visible knobs. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. And uh, <laughs> that's right. Um, the very secret very vice serious. nightclub. Yeah, but yes. obviously, if you're watching from the mirror universe, it would look like that. Very steamy, very naughty. Yeah. Oh, that's um, an advert for one that you've been warned about that <laughs> right <laughs> any others while you're you're thinking any yep. anybody, anybody uh, v vsvn viewer? um um uh, i don't know no i can't think of anything my, my creative brain hasn't worked this week oh there you go that's that's the very silly vertical nipples now can we move on so isn't isn't CGI good these days? It it, it is yes. Um, I mean, there's um, these fake moon orbits. They're even better than the fake moon landings. Um, so th should we? Um, that's the Artemis program that sent a rocket up there to go round there and then come back again twenty six days later or something, isn't it? That you're, you're talking about that's the pictures, the live ish sort of recent days pictures from the moon. Hell of a coach, though. Yep. Yes. And um, so Artemis was launched. It went up. It then sort of split into bits. Then it split into smaller bits that it threw out, and a couple of them stopped working. And it's going to do a couple of laps, isn't it? And then then come back again. And I think mm -hmm. it's going to be the furthest anything's um, ever been. A, a potentially 
personed spacecraft has ever been yes. from planet Earth. The only fact it's a human rated. Well, spacecraft. no, obviously Voyager, but it's it's no, a, a human a human man rated. Yes, yeah. yeah. human yeah. person rated spaceship. Or person. Person or what or not person? Yes, but then Voyager's a probe, and this is a spaceship. So. Mm. Yes. Um, then, also talking about the moon, the second item you've got down here um, yes. is uh, 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 who wants to look after this one? Sure, apology officer. I'll you wanna, go for wanna... this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take this one. Uh, take this moon one. bases. Howard, who was on Laura Kunzberg on Sunday, and he was saying that uh, it's very possible that everything all going well that we will have a moon base or habitats they're calling them on the moon uh, by the end of this decade. Right, so oh, moon base. anybody um, here remember the 1970s? Oh, yep. I don't know. I do indeed. Yes, anybody here remember things about moon bases and what happened afterwards in the 1970s? Oh, I remember moon base moon alpha. Base alpha. Yeah. Yes, and what yeah. happened to moon base alpha? Well, the moon got thrown out of orbit. <laughs> yeah, because it dumped a load of radioactive waste on the other side of the moon and it all went bang. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. What what happened to Moon Base Alpha is they went off and had a wonderful adventure. They did have a wonderful adventure, didn't they? Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, they found a wonderful space lady who could turn herself into a cat. Yes, yeah, I do remember that bit. I have no idea what you're all talking about. No, it's it was seventy stuff. It was pretty trippy. If I'm yeah, honest. it was it was very very trippy. The music was trippy as well. Um, so that that was Moon Hutton Moon Base Moon Base Moon Base Face whatever moon it was. Moon Base Moon Base. Um, but then we, there seems to have been a, a landing incident over on um, planet Mars, as well yes. in the news this week. That uh, it was reported that um, space probes have, have spotted a, a, a big dent in Mars. Yes. Something has crashed into Mars. It might have been a long, long time ago, but it might have wasn't been. Wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't me. Not me. No, oh, come on now, come on. <laughs> thrusters? Did you switch your thrusters off? Did you now? Because <laughs> it's one of those ones. It's not. Go it's not going straight in. It's one of those ones that's that's crashed in sideways and slid along for a while. Definitely oh, oh, not that, me. That might have been me then. Ah, yeah. right, okay. Well, this one, this one was um, apparently they saw it being formed, so they were doing one lap and it wasn't there, and they did another lap and it was there. And apparently, it's not supposed to happen very regularly, and they've actually seen something bump into Mars. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so they've got sort of big splash damage, and you know, it, it, it does fairly. Did they get its number? <laughs> yes. Did you get the reg plate on that one? Then, um, oh, should we look after this one? The, the next one, uh, Litho Break. Yes. Shall we? Um, Cornish Virgins launch nine satellites from Jumbo Jet. So that I know that's that not a headline to... you get to read every week, is it? No, it isn't. Um, <laughs> it isn't. No. So we, we mentioned this one about Spaceport Cornwall a few weeks back, yeah, uh, and about yeah. um, aeroplanes uh, throwing rockets mm -hmm. at space. Is this one of those uh, Jumbo Jet launched under the wing, yes. turns into a rocket and zooms off into the distances? Well, yes, that's they, the one. Oh, it's, it's a Virgin one. Oh, yeah. wow. And they've released pictures of the nine satellites that are going to be the first ever payload to be launched to orbit from the UK. Um, they go up uh, on a rocket operated they are, by... They are not. What? Black Arrow Project in the 1960s. What, first payload to be launched to orbit from the UK? Yeah. The UK is the only country in the world that used to have orbital capability and dropped and dropped it ditched it well there, there we go so you right you have to write to uh, science correspondent jonathan amos at the bbc to tell him he's he's a wally and he's got it wrong uh, which there's a rocket in the national museums <laughs> of scotland in edinburgh and i can't remember it, it might have been a 
it might have been a black knight or a black whatever you called yeah, it. Uh, that would be the black arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll need to look, but I think it might have been a black arrow. Yeah. Well, yeah. We do suspect Brit- that... Oh, sorry, go on. So Britain used to have orbital capability. We actually put a satellite into orbit, proved we could do it. And it's a bit like when dogs chase cars. We got there, we peed on it, and we walked away. <laughs> well, fair enough, yes. No, no, done that. On to the next thing. Um, now, the, the, we do think the Pilots Federation might want to get some lawyers out because it's a Cardiff sp- startup called Space Forge. Very carefully, not Stellar Forge, but Space Forge. Yes. Apparently, he'll be demonstrating key components for future orbital, orbital stuff. Um, anyway, so that's that one, and then we've yes. got now. Do uh, this? I think we know who we're coming to for the next one, don't yeah, we? Yeah, you can read this headline. Is it Hootsman? Does rockets loose about this hoose? So, Cornwall aren't the only ones who are having a spaceport. We're getting one up in Scotland as well. Confusingly, in Sutherland, which isn't in the south, it's in the north. Um, pretty much. So is it- is this one for launching the deep-fried payloads? Deep-fried payloads, that's exactly it. Yeah. Deep-fried Mars bars into orbit. Um, so they're going to have a spaceport there. They haven't actually built it yet, but they've got permission. They've got, they've got the kind of planning permission and things to build it now. Um, I had a look at the rough site on uh, Google Maps, and uh, there's nothing. Well, it's... There's a road, a ruined house with no roof, and then wilderness and mountains. Well, there's a few locations, actually. So that's near Tongue in Sutherland. That's near Tongue, yes. yes. But there's also the Shetland Islands are looking at the Saxevold spaceport. Oh, yeah. And they're going to add three rocket pads to Lambert Ness Peninsula in Unst. Unst. Unst, yes. Unst. Uh, yes. Apparently, we're leading the way in space sector jobs growth. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Scotland, is. you say we, but it's Scotland. It's still Scotland North Britain is, uh, for a while. Yeah, yet. still North Britain. It was a legal still North thing. Britain. Yes. Oh, oh, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot we were using Murray's Law. <laughs> right, right. When, when it's good, it's British. When it's bad, it's Scottish. That's, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I, I missed. I was a fool for not realising that. Right now, somebody, <laughs> somebody's written down Artemis. We've done that one. And then Earthrise dot permit locked dot 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 dot. Yes, that wasn't me. That's that's checks all over it. That. Yeah. Well, Chicks has been permit locked, which means he's silent again. He's probably castigating <laughs> his, his boiler engineers again. And he's also yes. written Snoopy and Sean. Um, oh, yeah, Snoopy. Snoopy went up in the um, yeah, Orion Snoopy's capsule. In the, yeah, Snoopy's in the Orion capsule, and Sean is in the ESE service module at the back of the capsule. Ah, right. Okay. Um, so th- that's our space news for this week. I, we ought, I yes. suppose I ought to look earlier and put, put these actual web pages up on... Uh, on screen as we're looking at them. But hopefully for those of you just listening, we've painted a suitable picture of mad Scottish and Cornish rocket engineers blasting things into space and yes. Snoopy doing fl- backflips in a capsule. Um, if you want a job in space, come to Scotland. Yeah, absolutely. But definitely don't <laughs> go to... Don't go to... What, what is it? VS... No, it's not NASA. It's... it's that one. Yeah, the one we put VSVN. Up VSVN. Wasn't, that's it. Wasn't one of the Apollo craft called Snoopy? Oh, I don't uh, know. One of the landers was called Snoopy. Yeah. I think it was I Apollo 10. Was seven. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. One of them was called Snoopy. Well, the one Apollo 11 was Eagle, but one of them was definitely Snoopy. Well, it, it looks like yeah, we had Sean was. back briefly. Uh, sorry, Sean back. I'm reading the script. Um, Chick's back briefly there because I saw his mic light come on. Um, can you explain permit locked dot 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 dot? Well, in... Uh in the current version, whether it's the the evil universe or the current good universe, um, mm-hmm. of course, the moon is permit locked. So it is. 
I'm just wondering what if if this, uh, this particular vehicle or its subsequent missions had something to do with permit locking the moon. I mean, what the hell? Does maybe, it, yeah, maybe the, that's the issue of the permit lock. But yeah, to be fair, if judging, you if you land too many things on the moon, it will hatch. Or has anybody off. considered that it's possible the reason it's permit locked is because it's actually is made cheese and as we all know there is no cheese in the elite the dangerous cheese, universe the well there is there's uh gnosis yep. avian, avian cheese avian cheese yeah. yeah i've got an advert for that on my fridge <laughs> hey yes and i've got a block of it somewhere as well i've got an advert for that on my pc <laughs> yeah um right uh, and then the snoopy and sean but i think we covered so a green room reminder don't forget green room in a bit if you want to if not we'll just chat to each other like we are at the moment um, but uh, anybody got the drum roll button because i haven't got a drum roll button Um, this week's too hot, too messy mug winner is Zen Zob Krell. Congratulations, oh, Commander Zen Zob Krell. Sounds um, a bit clingling to me. Yeah, and, and so what does Zen Zob Krell have to do to claim their too hot, too messy hut and mug? You've got a cell. Uh, no, no, no. What, not what did they do? What do they have to do to claim it? Oh, sorry to claim it. Yes, they have to send an email to I took part at huttonorbital.com. And obviously prove that you are you. And prove you are yes. you and give your details. Yeah, a, a screenshot of your, your, your name in the cockpit or whatever. I usually, usually what I'll ask for is a photograph from inside your cockpit showing your commander name. Don't and that's, that's enough. Um, yeah. And do we have any outstanding ones that have not been claimed yet, do we know? Um, we do, we do, and I have been trying to get these people, but I can't message them via... Uh, anything. Hutton, via anything. Just can't message them at all. So we have Commander Groove Champion and Commander Corbin Starcatcher. Still outstanding, still haven't claimed their mugs. Right, so here's a mission for anybody listening. If you want to find these people, uh, try and sling them a friend request in-game and then hunt them down to give them a mug and let them know they need to report to Hutton Orbital to, to claim it. That'd be marvellous. I suspect um, maybe... at some point they've been signed at Hutton Helper and never signed back in again. I, I, I tried sending a message through the Helper and I can't do it for these people. They mm. could be using the online version. Could be. Could yeah, be. that's a possibility, but you still... yeah. But this week's winner is Zen Zob Krell. Just before we do the next bit, the uh, I don't know whether we covered it, but in the Earthrise note, mm. um, famously in 1968, Christmas 68, uh, Bill oh, Anders uh, um, on Apollo 8 famously took the Earthrise photograph. And so it was a bit of a no-brainer that Artemis uh, would take the take a similar picture, but because Artemis is further away from the moon, they took it, but it doesn't look anything like as, as, no. as Apollo were very close. So, of course, the moon fills. It was more like the pale blue dot yeah. in there. So yeah. that was the note Fun Funny enough, he nearly didn't take that photograph. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't on the list. It wasn't on the schedule. No, he was well. busy snapping shots of the moon when he got a tap on the shoulder and they pointed at the window and said, yeah, and went, take that instead. And, and the whole... <laughs> um, not the soundtrack, but the the the, the, the sound recording of the voices going, "Hey, hey, look at that! Look, look, look! You know, pass me that camera." And the whole thing, if you've never heard it, is is quite. And and we always say it's when we discovered the Earth. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, there you go. Right, um, right. Um, over to you. Right. What do you call a fat anteater? Gerald. Jeff. A lard fork. 
This week's CG News. Last week's CGs. Xeno Peace Missions Request Supplies. Finished just short of Tier 2, with 13.5 million units collected. Uh, protect deliveries for the Kingfisher finished at Tier 3, with 57 billion credits earned. As the CG was successful, the Kingfisher was deployed to the Hyades Sector YOQB5-1 system, However, a Pilots Federation alert was issued today, which said Contact has been lost with the Kingfisher megaship in the Hyades Sector YOQB5-1 system but just over a day since its arrival. The Kingfisher was equipped to transmit signals to the interstellar anomaly named Taranis with the goal of opening communications with it should such a possibility exist. Over 3,000 supporters of the Xeno Peace Movement were aboard the megaship when it departed the Andavol system. Rani Zaman, a spokesman for the Thargoid Advocacy Project team monitoring long-range comms with the megaship, issued a statement to the media. I regret to say that all attempts to raise the Kingfisher on any frequency have failed. The last message we received was highly distorted, but seemed to be a distress call. We are asking for immediate assistance to locate the megaship and provide whatever support may be needed. The Federation responded by cancelling the temporary permit restriction to the Hyades Sector YOQB5-1 system for all vessels except fleet carriers. This permit was arranged at the request of Congressman Dalton Chase, who played a key role in procuring the Kingfisher Megaship for use by TAP volunteers. With access to the system reinstated, federal investigators have been dispatched to assess the situation. Observers have confirmed that the Taranis anomaly passed through the Hyades sector YRQB 5-1 at faster than light speed. As with the other rogue signal sources, Taranis continues to move towards the core systems. With this uh, week's XGs, with update 14 coming on Tuesday, do you really need me to tell you there will be no CGs next week? Um, well, for Odyssey and 4 anyway, mm, sorry there won't be any more ever for 3.8. And that's it for this week's CG News. Plus, he told you what to do. And um, I've just put a note in the script here. That's silly, silly me. I forgot to announce something I was supposed to announce before we did that bit and before we do the next bit. So I'm going to do that bit now. So in your heads, rewind to before Flossie. There's one more bit breaking news. A contract has just come through. I've just had a message from uh, our friends over at HCS Voice Packs that not only will we be 
uh, seeing Claudia. Not only will we be seeing Mr. Shatner, not only will we be seeing Brent Spiner, but we've just had the contract through for the lovely Gates McFadden as well. Oh, very Ooh. nice. Ooh. Yeah, who Ooh. played Dr. Beverly Crusher on yes. Star Trek Next Generation and was also the choreographer for the movie Labyrinth. The Dancing Doctor. So there you go. Yep. Um, so, yes, uh, that was the breaking news. I did promise Paul that I would mention it, and I'm yep. going to hand back over to our usual broadcast. <clears throat> and now over to the Renee and Renata of News. Save your news, my darling. Save your news. It's Beetle Jude and Wotherspoon with the Galnet News Digest. Galnet News Update, 24th of November, 3308. Logs recovered from the wreck of the Peace Mission megaship has shed light on its fate and strongly suggest that Stargoid Taranis is less interested in peace with humanity than the Thargoid Advocacy Project wants peace with the Thargoids. Rani Zaman of the project, who'd been monitoring the Kingfisher from its base in Andavandal, explained that a garbled message, believed to be a distress call, was received this morning and that Congressman Dalton Chase had arranged for the permit lock to be removed to allow search and rescue ships to check on the welfare of those on the Peace Megaship. Fleet carriers are still not permitted to visit the system for reasons of safety. The Kingfisher was discovered at around 8 this morning, completely destroyed, well before Stargoid Taranis passed by the site, at just before 5pm this evening, Taranis is now well within the human bubble and continues to head towards the heart of the region. It appears from the logs that the Kingfisher was destroyed by Thargoids accompanying Stargoid Taranis and that the Thargoids waited near the wreck to collect the escape pods of those who tried to save themselves. Thargoids are known to collect escape pods, although the reason for this is not yet understood. Galnet News Digest has obtained copies of the logs recorded by Dr. Elias Pope during the voyage of the Kingfisher. These logs are available to anyone who scans the comms uplinks on the wreck and commanders are urged to visit the site for themselves. If you do not yet wish to hear the logs, stop listening now. What to say, what to say. I suppose I should start at the beginning. <clears throat> this is Dr. Elias Pope. Standing aboard the Kingfisher. The megaship smells brand new. All aerosol sprays and adhesives. Our research equipment is current generation. Even the corridors have been polished. Alton Chase sure kept his word. Everyone on board is excited about the mission ahead of us. We've been given the chance to make history. This ship, carrying over 3,000 supporters of the Thargoid Advocacy Project, aims to greet the first of the rogue anomalies headed towards the core systems. Tyrannus. We want the first human ship it meets to be one of peace, not war. My role is to lead the team seeking to open communications with the Thargoids. Now, we're hardly going to strike up a conversation anytime soon. We don't even know whether the aliens recognize human communication methods, but we have some ideas. There are multiple methods of sending messages without a shared language. My team has proposed various data sequences, audio cues, light patterns, and such. If we can establish any level of response, then we'll have something to work with. 
Imagine the incredible opportunities for both our species if we can make contact. True contact. Not just an exchange of weapons fire. If they hurt us... <laughs> I get goosebumps just thinking about it. Our jump to intercept Tyrannus is scheduled for an hour's time. I'll update when we arrive. We've reached our destination in Hyade Sector YLQB-51 and started our observations. So far, we've been unable to make much headway. The Tyrannus signal has decelerated. But our calculations indicate it will still pass us by at a velocity too fast for any meaningful contact unless we get its attention. We're transmitting algorithmic comms, binary encoded hails, and a series of harmonized whistles that don't occur naturally in the galaxy's electromagnetic makeup. Too little noticeable effect, I should add. Our readings confirm Professor Palin's theory that the signal source is massive. If our estimates are correct, Tyrannus dwarfs any man-made starboard. We remain hopeful that the signal has a non-military purpose, but we cannot ascertain its motives through long-range scans alone. Mood aboard the Kingfisher is apprehensive. I believe it is dawning upon the crew that while we truly wish to make peaceful contact, the Thargoids themselves may not be listening. I have to admit, I'm beginning to wonder whether we made the right decision by coming here. If only we had a sign that our efforts meant something. This is Dr. Elias Pope. I'm standing on the bridge of the Kingfisher. If you're receiving this transmission, we need federal authorities to cancel system access restrictions. Send help immediately. The ship has been attacked by multiple Thargoid vessels. They swarm the system as Tyrannus passed through. We are defenseless. After days of silence, we heard a noise from the Tyrannus signal moments before it entered the system. I don't have time to analyze it properly, but the Thargoid ships appeared moments later. This mission was doomed from the start. We hope they would listen, but... I don't know whether I should use one of the remaining escape pods. The helmsman claimed they saw others that were jettisoned being collected by Thargoid ships. My assistant, she's... She's praying to a god she doesn't believe in for a miracle that can't happen. I'm thinking of joining her. It wasn't supposed to be like this. The failure of the peace mission is a devastating blow to all who had hoped that peace might still be possible between humanity and the Thargoids. An escalation in the long-running Second Thargoid War now seems inevitable. Oh, that brings back mem the memories. Him with his magnificent bosoms and her with her luxuriantly appointed moustache. Thank you, Commanders Beetle, Jude and Wotherspoon. Speaking of things from the 80s, which make you cringe and possibly throw up in your mouth when you hear them, it's Mia Harkness with the Hutton Helper results. <laughs>
Welcome to the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free pack of Iron Brew flavoured astronaut ice cream. This week we have the following events. The Braubricht Starlichtnicht Cup. The You Can Stack More Square Sausages on a Cargo Rack Tournament of Tournaments Tournament. The Gone No Day That Deja Vu Trophy. The Aerospace Polis Charity Shield. The Scottish Space Force All Wear Red Jumpers Spectacular. And the Westray, Westray to Papa Westray Rocket is now leaving and it's arrived. Award. So, may your lum always reap, don't go to York and Shugle, and never buy a used rocket from a man in Sutherland, which is in the north. See, you can't trust them. The Hutton Helper results are Cometborn jumped 51,000 light years to come first in distance travelled. Turkey Mouse sold 115,000 tons of cargo. Mindwhippy is top mission runner this week with 150 mission points. Come on, people, 150. You can do better than that. Speaking of doing better than that, it's a whole row of ducklings following Mummy Duck this week as Alex Zuno handed in 2 billion, 222 million, 222,000, and 222 credits worth of bounties. Tragic backstory. Handed in 324 million credits of combat bonds and Akana delivered 1,344 people to their various destinations. So, decals this week for Akana and, and Jean-Luc Picard 2305 for Thargoids Destroyed. Please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of a sole tyre for your antenna, a tin of tartan space paint, and a deep-fried battered Hutton decal. There have been 17 Hutton runs in the last seven days. The top five are... Jaren Valeri at 1 hour, 22 minutes and 41 seconds. Kepi Azyamuri, Azyamuni, uh, with 1 hour, 23 minutes and 39 seconds. Uber Dave, 5993. 1 hour 24 minutes and 3 seconds. Norbert Patanod, 1 hour 24 minutes and 6 seconds. Quadrivium, quadrivium resonance. Yeah, quadrivium, quadrivium, yeah, that thing. Um, 1 hour 24 minutes and 8 seconds. Anyway, there is a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing unfriended, dejected, Pointed, manhandled, or woman handled, smeared, deflected, irrigated, emphasized, sniffed, snuffled, postponed, hidden, flipped, uh, hidden from, sorry, flipped, mistranslated to and from Spanish, chilled, mugged, gin, shot, shipped, rescued, tickled, looted, repaired, destroyed, bought, sold, squeezed, inflated, bumped, frozen, liquidated, evaporated, smelled, licked, discombobulated, recombobulated, polished, headbutted, Robbed, compressed, enveloped, strained, fermented, murderized with an S, interrobanged, upcycled, violently downcycled, disallowed, reallowed after consulting VAR, smelted, loved, adored, cherished, and probated. And you can earn yourself a very fetching hunting decal for doing it. To get involved, you just have to go to hot.furthermug.com and download or sign up for the spectacular Hutton Helper, available in three exciting formats. Let's face it, anything has to be better than getting on a McRocket and finding out it doesn't have a space kludgy. 
Anyway, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. And now we go over to Amelia Hawk for this week's Galnet Rest Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawk reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities. So you don't have to. As Gilia's signature weapons are back on the market this week, we thought it would be good if we revisited the rare, last reviewed in April 3307. So, Gilia's signature weapons. Not just your run-of-the-mill battle weapons, the kinds of things that turn you into a walking war machine, but the rarest, most stylish and handcrafted personal weaponry that money can buy. The artisan weaponsmiths of the Gilia system have for centuries studied warfare. From Sun Tzu's art of war, through Caesar's Gallic Wars, and right through to the seminal text on conflict. Men are from Lave, women are from Diso. From a young age, they undergo, undergo extensive training in the martial arts. In particular, those that involve hitting people, shooting people, and generally introducing people to the pointy end of a stick. As part of their training, they study armed combat through the ages, and due to the many ancient weapons of war being consigned to the history books, run a very special facility. It is in the Gilia Forges that their artisans recreate weaponry that has long been forgotten by the passage of time. From trebuchets to tanks, Desert Eagles to pocket tactical nukes, they have blueprinted just about any way humanity is found to be mean to itself, and in more recent years, other species. They can faithfully remake it to order. If you have a hankering to pose like Bruce Lee with some nunchaku, or point a 44 cal magnum revolver at someone and drawl, do you feel lucky, punk? then Gilia is the place to go. These replicas aren't what they sell on the rares market, though. A Gilia signature weapon is something handcrafted customer by customer and tailored just for them. Re-engineering ancient weapons using modern techniques, they can make you your very own plasma Kalashnikov or, or a Claymore with an atom edge capable of cutting everything up to and including the atmosphere in a room. If you want a Desert Eagle replica that fires lasers, but doesn't look like a laser gun, well, you see Gilia. You want a pre big prehistoric club with a flip top containing a wealth of handy gadgetry and a, a, a pop-out talking robot bird, and you want it in genuine wood effect titanium, well, they're your people. Each weapon is handcrafted to your exact specification. There are rumours that they've been made a custom combat pan for Commander Flossie, equipped on the handle with a stun and kill mode setting 
just as handy for cooking a quick fry-up of a morning. Want to throw the book at someone? Well, they'll make you one that will do the job properly, and uh, most likely leave a crater. They are massively expensive. A replica Mjolnir as wielded by the Norse god Thor, complete with lightning and unable to be lifted by anyone but the owner? Well, that will cost you nearly as much as your own spaceship. This last point, the ability to code any weapon to its owner, is one of the key features of the rare and is what gives the signature Gilia weapon its name. Each and every one is coded to the owner by DNA. And this is where the danger comes in. Whilst in theory it just prevents anyone picking the weapon up and using it, there is a feature that, uh, well, it isn't mentioned in the brochure. Grab someone's weapon without permission, you'll likely lose a hand. Or the blade will slip and take your leg off at the knee. Grab their Kalashnikov and it will go off in your face. Pocket a pocket tactical nuke, tactical nuke and, well, you'll find glowing parts of your anatomy decorating the four corners of the Milky Way. This is part of the reason why they're illegal just about everywhere. Except since a few days ago, Gilia itself. For these reasons, that it is considered a highly embarrassing to lose your signature weapon as, well, if, if you take your eye off it, it will most probably be out there taking someone else's eye out without you even being involved. Never, ever grab someone's weapon without permission. And in fact, even with permission, it's still likely to go off on your hand. Just, just look at it from afar if you really have to. I'm Amelia Hawke for the Galnet Rares Digest, and, uh, well, judging by the humming noise, the, the kitchen bakery appliance I just moved off my desk wasn't from a Galnet food cooking session, uh, but my wife's weapons-grade Gallia rolling pin. Uh, I, I expect I'm in extreme danger. Um, sweetheart, darling, would you mind grabbing in that and deactivating it before it goes off? Uh, darling? Thank you once again, Amelia. Oh, I liked that one when you did it first time. I do like that <laughs> one. It's, it's weapons it's grade. A, it's a classic. It is a classic of the Galnet uh, Res Digest, that one. And of course, you know, um, as as they're back on sale this week, if you haven't ever gone and bought yourself some some signature Gilia weapons, then you can go right now and get some because the rare is back on sale. That was an interesting way to finish it. Darling. Would you please deactivate the rolling pin before it destroys the house? <laughs> <laughs> well, you should see. You should see what the uh, the, the pocket cookie, cookie cutters <clears throat> don't yes. do. Is the... she? Yeah. Just a minute, though. She is ready. She knows you're going to shout this week, doesn't she? 
I, I have no idea. She's she's currently got her headphones on and gaming. Can't be fine then. Yeah, she must she must know what's going to happen. I think she's I mean, prepared. Yeah, there's no way we'll catch her in the wheels with that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just thinking if she, if you know. If you surprise her, she might just go for you with that rolling pin. <laughs> like, yeah. Sweetheart, darling, love of my life, please, please deactivate it before it kills you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, it is a green room week this week. Um, now, we do have a couple of people lurking up in the green room, and I've noticed TeamSpeak user Not seems Team to Speak be user. They're always yes, here. hiding up in the uh, the chit chat bit. Has anybody seen Commander Roll Raymond? Because Commander Roll Raymond. Did say they right, 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 might right. pop in, but maybe stuck well, upstairs or, or not able to to get anywhere. So um, um, we also we... have one of the uh, decal winners, Skippy Ajimoni, up in the landing pad oh, as well. Good, 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 good. Skippy Ajimoni is a, a new name that I haven't seen around recent. Uh, yes, previously, which means they may not know they're meant to go down to the broadcast room. Sorry, to the um, the green room. Can I get somebody with a key to go and just um, go yeah. and have a chat with either of the people up there and just check whether they are um, real? So just drag him into the, the bar or something. Oh. And Skippy's, Skippy's just left into the green room. Right, Skippy's been room. listening uh, there. Well, he was dragged by the... Uh, oh, was he dragged? Dragged by the table. <laughs> well, can, can I tell you what, before we go over there, just in case they don't want to chit-chat, could somebody just pop up to the green room for me and just do a quick thumbs-up check that they're all um, uh, happy to talk? And then pop back down here, and then what we'll do is we'll drag them all in here in, in a second. But um, So if somebody can pop in there and check, that would be marvellous. Quick volunteers. There we go. Uh, Commander Chicks has twirled his moustaches and headed off there. Um, so, yes, we're, we're popping to the green room. If you are listening and you do want to come and join us, then if you pop to TeamSpeak server, ts.forthemug.com, and uh, jump into the bit marked uh, green room, we will grab you and drag you and um, make, make you talk to people. Uh, now, did somebody have a link to the magic tool? Uh, uh, please, please define carries. the magic tool. Oh, yeah, there was a magic tool invented for us. You see, that, that's that, not a you ever want to see again. Automatically assigned who was doing the thing. It's similar to that rolling pin. Yeah, a bit like the rolling mm -hmm. pin. Um, well, it's it's mixed results from the green room. Yes. Oh, some are with us. Some don't appear to know what's going on. Oh, right. So put the ones <laughs> who don't need to know what's going on back. That's a normal, yeah. normal day then. <laughs> Yes. Are they happy to come and join us, I suppose? Was the um, well, I couldn't really get a lot of sense out of them because they were still listening to Amelia because the, uh, the feeling uh, there is uh, still going Right. Well, I'll... Why is this guy interrupting the... Uh, I'm here, I'm there, digest. I am everywhere. Right. Yes. Well, should we grab um, Aiden of Alcarius anyway? Yes. And yes. then I will yes. ping uh, Commander Rorema... Um, and I think Skippy was Ray, kind Ray of has just confirmed in chat that he is TeamSpeak user. Oh, he's also, in which case, drag, drag Roraima down and Aiden and Valkarius into and the... And Skippy was making sounds, so something about yeah. Timmy falling down a well? Oh, no, that again. Mm. Sorry, that wrong Skippy. That? No, that, that's, yeah. that's the wrong Skippy. I've dragged three of them. What do you think? Should we drag Skippy down as well? I think, I think we drag yeah, Skippy down. Yeah, why not? the one green room, yeah? Yeah, yeah. They were dragged in there forcibly, to be, to be fair. Yeah, the, 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 this Skippy isn't a kangaroo. This Skippy's a beer can. Oh, right. Um, oh, there we go. We've got the, 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 the magic list has, has happened. Excellent. Um, Skippy, just uh, we've randomly dragged you into the Hutton Orbital Live green room um, to say hi to people. Um, are, are you there? And a little bit in a little bit, are you happy to say hi to everybody? Or have we just unceremoniously dragged you into somebody else's fun and games? 
Yeah, I, I... No, no, we don't yeah, seem no, to have that's... a Skippy. So let's no. let's put Skippy back, shall we? Where Skippy's safe. There we go. Sorry. There we go. Skippy's gone. Uh, I just want to check. Um, we have TeamSpeak user. I mean, I'm guessing that might be um, Commander Arema. Oh, well, this is going really yes. well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fastest so, green room ever. Seamless. Absolutely. Seamless. Absolutely perfect. So, um, Commander Valkyrius, if your magic um, rolling thingy um, works, can you re-roll the, the, the rolling thingy? Is this the magic tool? Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming... It's not what you thought it was. Waving it around like that haphazardly. Yeah. Here we go. Yes. Volcarius has done You're going to have somebody's eye up with that. Right. Well, I think he's fixed it because I'm I'm talking to Volcarius twice. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. That, that copy this is well, no, that's this is well, it's absolutely soft, fine. I'm quite really happy to. Somebody. There we go. It seems everywhere this week. Um, oh. Right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt to follow the instructions and uh, talk to the first person. Um, Commander Rarema... I don't know if you're on push to talk or you've um, followed the instructions or anything. Um, are you there? Hi, yes, I'm trying to say something. Ah, you are now saying something. Um, I just want to check before we, we say hi properly. Have you um, got done the tools, options and um, turned off the auto voice volume Hello? leveling yes. bit? On playback, because otherwise you're going to get deafened when I stop speaking. I love that magic tool. Yeah, the, 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 the tools, mm. options, playback, and um, automatic voice... There we go. Automatic voice volume levelling off. There you go. Are you back now? No, we've, we've, we've broken Commander Arema. No. Oh, God. We'll come back. We'll come back. Who is next? Yeah, we'll come back. Right, so... Yeah. Right. Uh, Aiden, how are you? Or Aden? Hello. This is going well. <laughs> I am so glad I'm not pushing the buttons this for, week. No, for, for those of you listening in BSL, um, <laughs> yes. Yes. those um, of you listening in BSL, it's next to the yellow one. Hang on a second, I'm just checking um, whether anybody can hear us. No, Aiden has muted himself. Oh, right, okay, so we've broken right. two of them. I've done my bit. I'm finished right. for the night. Move on. Yeah, you're, you're, you're done. So, Flossie, <laughs> it's your turn. Rorema did speak just before you... Briefly? Yeah. 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 Have another try. Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, we can. Yes. yes. No. Shut up, you. <laughs> right, well, I'm, I'm going to go back then. Commander Arema. Hi. Yes, we can hear you now. Good, I'm going to turn you up a little bit on the outside broadcast. Um, so it was you that posted the message up a few days ago to say, um, oh, look, I can get the rares back online again. And we had we had to do a tusk, tusk, tusk. Yeah, indeed. Obviously, officially, as Hutton, as it's owned by a player group, we, we sort of weren't allowed to promote anything. But we said, you know, as long as you're not in the Hutton squadron, you do you. Uh, and then, of course, you did you, and it worked. So go on, tell us tell us about when you spotted it, what happened. You know, give us give us the story. Well, I've been out sort of uh, trying to collect rare goods and to put on my fleet carrier. You know, it's just something to do, isn't it? And I knew from years ago that uh, the Gilia signature weapons weren't available, which was pretty frustrating. But, you know, it was the, the, the system was uh, controlled by the Fireflies, big player group. And I think to be fair to them, they tried to work out with Frontier a way that they could bring the rare good back. But Frontier said, look, you know, them's the rules. 
you're a democracy, these signature weapons are illegal. Um, so I thought I really want to get my hands on these signature weapons, so I'll try and do something about it myself. And um, luckily, it seems that the Fireflies had possibly gone on holiday at that exact moment, because um, any minute I was expecting some pretty serious sort of blowback, which sort of never arrived, really. Yeah, so I mean, it's a good thing. I mean, obviously, you you probably heard earlier uh, Amelia's description of the signature weapons. I mean, is there a personal favourite? You know, the pocket tactical thermonuclear trebuchet, or um, you know, do do you have a particular one that your is your favourite of what they sell? Well, put it this way, I wouldn't mind getting my hands on whatever their version is of the uh, Manticore Executioner. I do like that weapon. Oh yeah, they, they must do a, a special one, even if it's just you know. I don't know, monogrammed or something, especially with your name on the side of it. But um, so, so yeah, I mean, congratulations on achieving it. Um, obviously, it's not not anything official of Hutton. And obviously, uh, your plan should the Fireflies say, "Oi, that's ours, hands off." Well, I think that um, if they do sort of reappear in the game, assuming they've left, which I don't know, I haven't had any contact with them. But you know, the good thing is, I mean, it is a game at the end of the day, and. Uh, they are a big player group, so they should be able to claim their system back if they uh, want to do so. And, of course, that will mean that anybody who has taken this opportunity to get hold of some of this rare good, potentially, you could be sitting on a bit of the gold mine in uh, but Definitely, yeah. Have you topped off your um, carrier with plenty of them now, just in case? Well, normally I try and... If I do go on a bit of a rares run, I normally only buy two tonnes, but as I put in all this work over the last sort of... 20 days or so, I did buy about uh, 24 tonnes of the... Uh, I thought you were about to say 24,000 tonnes or something. Of the, <laughs> no, that would, yeah. that would take a while. <laughs> yeah, we might have to send a message over to the... What's the uh, East India Trading Company to say, guys, if you want to top up, uh, now's the time to do so? Because they it's seem to like hoarding. Well, it's interesting you mention them because there was a fleet carrier next to the conflict zone when it kicked off between the Law Party and the Fireflies, and I did notice... There was an East India trading uh, company um, fleet carrier right next to the conflict zone. So who knows? Maybe they were fighting on well, I, the side I of the GLP. I did notice well. that somebody on the forums had uh, mentioned that they might be might be available again as well. So I think it has not gone without notice that you brought them back again. And are there any others that you know of that are, uh, are still missing? Uh, there's a few that are blocked, aren't there, by different player groups i mean obviously not intentionally by them it's just the mechanics of the game i think uh, is it uh, wolf flesh is one that's been out of action for years and borostani prosthetics as well um and i think also what are the other ones um i don't know there's a couple of others but right. um rumor has it that if you loot certain mega ships you can get uh, stolen versions of those rare goods anyway i just i never saw that being the case for gilia signature weapons so that's made those a bit extra special but those other ones in theory you can get by knocking off a uh, mega ship as long as you don't mind them being uh, stolen goods obviously yeah i, I don't suppose you could uh, possibly uh, launder them through your own fleet carrier <laughs> to legitimize them slightly or whether they stay as laundered goods or sorry stolen goods but oh well congratulations and uh, it's always fun to have these kind of little you know little missions even if we we can't do them officially because we can't be me seem to be being mean to other player groups um and it, nothing personal to the fireflies it was all about the gilia signature weapons in this case yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, like I say, uh, you know, if they are around, I'm sure that they'll, I'm sure they'll better take their system back when everybody's moved on.
Well, fantastic. Do you have anything else to add this evening um, about your, your time out there in the galaxy? Are you, I mean, you're looking forward to the Mirror Universe? Uh, yeah, I've only just sort of recently read about this um, sort of Mirror Universe thing. So I don't really know a huge amount about it, but uh, I still enjoy playing the game. I'm not on it as often as I used to be, just occasionally when something like the Gilead Signature Weapons Project <coughs> takes my fancy, then I jump in. So I'm still but around. But if, so. if there was a Mirror Universe version of you, how would you describe them? Cool. That's a bit of a tricky one. Um, the evil you, I mean, how evil would they be? Well, probably a pirate or some, something that I'm not in the normal game. You know, maybe a ganker or something. Who knows? Oh, you're going to be blocking station station toast racks and that kind of thing. Well, if it's a if it's an evil mirror universe, then yeah, I guess so. Okay, well, look, thank you very much for coming to join us this evening, and uh, I hope you liked the uh, the article earlier. Yeah, it was great, and uh, apologies for the. I've, I only just installed Teamspeak this evening for this. And, oh uh, no, we appreciate I it. We work it very well, so apologies for. No, the, please uh, don't apologise. That's the apology officer's job. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. And talking to the apology officer, then um, apology officer, do you want? Um, I just got to say, I'm very sorry on your behalf. There you go. Um, <laughs> no worries. Do you do you want to do you want to crack at chat until uh, Commander Aiden again and see if they're, yep. they're broken? Aiden, are you alive? No. Nope. I think Aiden's nope. completely nope. broken he's, the microphone. He's dead. He swallowed it or something. He's uh, dead. That's what the gobbling noise was. Um, and it's Commander... Oh, what do you say? It's Flossie to talk to Valkarius. Oh, uh, hi, Valkarius. How have you been doing? Oh, a bit chilly, but I think that's okay. And good evening, Hutton Orbital. Hi. Hi, hey. hey, have you done, done anything special? Well, <clears throat> I've uh, I've been something been on something of a galaxy tour of my own. Not not nearly as big as Hot Mess though. Like the, the, I think the truckers have the top spot for that. Um, but so at at Inuv, we're not mapping every single res uh, like resource extraction site, but we are cataloging what reses every system has. All right. So and um, I just did Seos, the Pleiades, the California Nebula, and there was this one system by Barnard's Loop. Um, but yeah, so the uh, if I take a look at our stats, so um, I suppose well, if, if we consider the like all populated systems, you guys have just over twenty thousand, and and you're docking at every single starport and planetary port, I presume. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, luck luckily um, for us, we have um, just under eleven thousand populated systems with rings. Uh, all right. So not not quite as many, um, and we're just scanning the rings and writing down which. Res is the closest, um, but we are doing the whole galaxy. So, um, oh, right. I'm very That's pleased. Take that a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well. So um, around a month ago, I we were around six to seven percent, and I'm quite pleased that we've just achieved twenty percent, which is almost two thousand two hundred systems. Oh, very good. Yeah, it's a um, large project, like all too hot, too messy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it's definitely not in that league, but <laughs> in any case, um, I, I, <clears throat> as far as I know, that that gives us, uh, well, it, it probably puts our list of reses in the lead for completeness. Um, yeah. The biggest I've seen so far is 500, so. uh, yeah. but we are, we're going to visit all of them. Nice. Uh, and which, by the way, advanced thank you to Hanky for running the hot bus. Uh, we did top up the searcher and we left our agent on it. Um, so sh we should have some Colonia coverage um, after that's made its journey. 
All right. Well, pass that on to Hanky. Yeah, although um, now that I think about it, with the split between Elite 3 and 4, is there any word on whether Hanky has enough clones to fly both of them? Uh, mm. Oh, that's an interesting question. I'll keep an eye on the basket. I, I think it's more a case of whether he has the, the time to do so. Um, he has enough clones. He has way, uh, way, way enough clones. But um, I, I suspect if he wants to run it, because there are not going to be as many people on 3.8, I think the likelihood is it, mm. it might be an occasional or maybe an as-needed, as opposed yeah. to uh, a timetable one like the Live Galaxy. But I'd have to chat to Hanky about that. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I, I think I know. I, I think I'll. Um, I think I'll dock there myself. Actually, then, um, ideally, just to pick up reses on the way back. Uh, but one way or another, uh, we'll uh, we'll have a Colonia catalogue done. Hmm. I should. Uh, well, we look forward to you joining us in the mapping the whole galaxy, or at least the populated bits. <laughs> one. Uh, station, settlement, orbital, or res site at a time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't yeah, envy you that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, this weekend I'll, I'll actually have to take a, a break away from that because I need to figure out what we're going to do with factions. Um, we'll need... Uh, we already track compromised nav beacons for three and four. Uh, we'll need the same thing for the controlling factions and we'll probably need two tables of fraction presence <laughs> oh goodness that sounds a heck of a job <laughs> yeah uh, I, I think we can do it I, I think we can absolutely support three and four i, I was reading the uh, the forum thread and uh, bruce g definitely said that the uh, he wants to support um, commanders who either can't or for whatever reason they're uh, just going to use three that it's going to keep running so uh, i figured we should support it yeah. Oh, and good luck with that. <clears throat> no more CGs, of course. Although I suppose, will we see? So, Flossy, will, will we see a a CCCGG for 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 three point eight? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Um... Well, maybe Mirror Flossy could, you know, invent some uh, CGs, especially just just for those quiet weeks on uh, on mm. the vanilla version. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, well that'll that... be a CCCG. There's, there's always the option, Flossie, of uh, a community goal of deliver as much tritium to your fleet carrier over there as possible. Or low-temperature diamonds oh, or work. platinum. Or, yeah. My fleet carrier, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, well, it, just in case everything goes pear-shaped in the next week, it's also somewhere we can all go and hide if we're really upset about <laughs> what happens next week. <laughs> No, there might be a mass exodus to the <laughs> vanilla 3.8 version, the legacy version. If it's no, this all scares me. I don't like it anymore. Yeah. Uh, the current CGs keep me quite busy enough. That I can't really nah. see I'll be doing any others. <laughs> well, okay. So, well, the first community created community gold goal, Tritium for Flossie's carrier. <laughs> I think that's welcome. legit. That's all all in favour, say aye. <laughs> Aye, yeah. There we go. The I'll, make, I'll make sure the tank's empty so it can put it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's me then. So I'll, I'll say thank you all very much for the show. Hail the Empress and for the mug. For the mug. Thank you. Right, chicks, it's your turn to interrogate Amelia. Yes. Is are you are you up to it, Amelia? Is your voice going to hold out? I think so. So what for you? You bum. Seen you for a while when you when you sort of I've came in mods. the studio earlier. 
um, I thought you'd got lost and you were looking for the pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a whole other story behind that, which I won't bore everyone with. Yes, yes. But uh, yeah, I've been suffering mods. And in between suffering mods, I have been doing something productive. Just out of curiosity, how many, how many is that third time you've had mods? This year, yeah. Oh, this year? Yeah, wow. this year. I've, I've not had a good year. Of, must be some kind of record. I know, right? And, and lucky me. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you must feel so pleased. Yeah, just so pleased. <laughs> so between bouts of mods, what else have you been up to? I have been writing a book. A book about mods, about catching mods. No, no, but I, I could write a book about catching mods, really, yeah. couldn't I? Bear it in mind. Yeah, that's definitely God. one to think about. God. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's a book on starships. I'm, I'm having a very, I'm having a very large rum. A very large <laughs> just, rub. Who, who yeah, from? Rum, rum. All right. And uh, all the fumes just went up. Don't rub it. You'll make it worse. Anyway. <laughs> After my day, um, so it's the, the book is about starships, and and there is one ship in the book, and it's going to be very near the beginning. So it's about starship, star a, a starship in the book. There is, well, I mean, the book's got a lot more than one starship, but there is a starship in the book that is called a Hutton class hauler, also known as a Hutton trucker. Oh. <laughs> Um, oh, is it you, very fancy and does it do take, all the things? You take the copyright on that. <laughs> does it do all the things? Well, I mean, I mean, the lights will flicker when you attempt to jump. Um, you're not going to be able to run away from pi any pirates that you okay. might encounter. Yeah. Uh, you, you're going to feel like the hull is flying apart when scooping fuel. Yeah. Um, it, it's not going to be the prettiest thing in the galaxy. But you know what? By gum, it, 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 that thing's got personality. Yeah. Hmm. So it does, a, it does do all the things. It just doesn't do them all at once. Or very well. Or very well, yes, but it will do. <laughs> and that's what counts. It's plucky. That's what Yeah, it is. it's got a lot of pluck. Yes. Does it, does it fly like a pig with a firework up its ass? Actually, that's a great analogy. Yeah. Handles like a double-decker bus with it's, marmalade wheels. It's taken from another space series, <laughs> a very funny space series. But, yeah, I mean, there's a little tribute to the hunting truckers yeah. going into the book. That's nice. That's um, nice. Which I couldn't resist doing. I, I do enjoy reading uh, fiction where other there's a there's a set of books called about Space Captain Smith, and they are absolutely littered with references to sort of sci-fi and all kinds of stuff and, and, and stuff not even sci-fi, but kind of you know it's it's just littered with pop culture, which you just find yourself sitting there and chuckling to yourself as you read them. Modern pop culture or 1950s pop culture? Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, other than that, I've been down with mods. Did you, uh, did you, did you ever put, have you thought to put in the, the easily startled AI? <laughs> the easily startled? <laughs> Remember there was somebody easily startled and went, that'd be a great idea for an AI. It's just... All right, I'm going to make a note of that. Yeah, yeah. And it was oh. it was one of those ones where it was easily startled, and if it if it thought it was in trouble, it would jump you out of the system. French, if you remember. I, I do. One of the characters in Space Captain Smith is an escaped sex robot. 
Oh, it's one of those kinds of books, right? No, no, no. It's all very, all very funny, but it's. uh, I'm not sure I'm going to get away with that one. Yeah. uh, um, Who likes ponies? And he's scared of everything. An escaped sex robot who likes ponies. Yep. Yep. Yes. Mm. Marvelous set of books. If you. uh... I mean, I mean, that's very specific. Yeah. (laughs) Second we are talking yeah. about horsey ponies, <laughs> right. are, we not, are we talking about horsey ponies or pervy ponies? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Anyway, yes. um, to avoid taking up too much time, I will just say, for the mug. Mug. For that right. mug. You say it much more uh, quietly when uh, when you're doing that. And I know I'm not. I'm I'm not even sure how the ending is going to go today. I'm just going to try and it's gonna go you know, for the mug. I think, yeah. you, I think you're going to start off well and break off halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> for the just come into a horse cough at the end. A little pony. Yeah, don't worry, we'll cover for you. My little bonus. Yes. Oh. I'm going to give my damn bestest. <coughs> yeah. Right. Hmm. <laughs> On that note. I do believe that means it's my turn to talk to Vantian. Hello. So, how have you been? Been I've up to been much away. recently? Done anything exciting? I've been away. Yeah, working. Uh, of the, what is it, uh, 23 days up to the end of yesterday in November, I was on site on events for 21 of them. Oh, I, I, I thought it was more like 27 of them. So. Yeah, well, yeah, I was a double bubble on something. So I've, I've been all over the place. Um, so I've been I've been down to the Bath and West showground. I've been in London. I think I popped up to Harrogate briefly. Um, back to London again. Oh, yeah, you name it. I've been all over the, all over the shop. And um, <laughs> probably a Birmingham trip in there somewhere. Um, so, yeah, working, 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 trying to make back those pennies that uh, I didn't get during all the... Uh, you know, the, the lockdown days. Um, it's It's been good fun. Um, but I'm exhausted. I'm genuinely, utterly battered. And I'm looking forward to having some relaxation time, playing a bit of Elite, doing a bit of programming with the uh, the team at HCS. And and then, of course, on The Tooth, I the am... Tooth. The Tooth. And we mentioned it, I the think, in the last green room. Yeah, The Tooth. Uh, I am off to the Angeles of Loss. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we're, we're off to uh, see Claudia Christian from uh, Babylon 5 to do a new voice pack with her. We've got um, William Shatner in studio with us, and he's going to be doing all the extra pickups for the, the sounds for the Odyssey side of things. Could so, you, uh, while, while you're there, could you apologise to, to Bill for me, to William Shatner? Cause you the, did cause... this last week, Chicks. <laughs> did I? Yeah. David wasn't here last week. That's all right, then. Do it again. Um, can you apologise to Bill? Because the last time I I talked to Bill, I um, I stole his wig to sell it on eBay. You know, I, yeah. have, bil- I have bills to pay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. You're going to get us into terrible trouble, you know. Um, I'm going off here. Yeah, and <laughs> at least, at least it wasn't the ladies' underwear gag. No, no. Yeah, that's my no, one. No, we don't that's do we don't one. do that. And one. even I knew that. No, until, no, not, at least until after, I've, until after I've yeah. done the work. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we're going to be doing the the sound pickups on that one for Odyssey. So when you drop out of a um, one of these uh, vulture dropships over a combat zone, we need some new lines. You know, something combative, um, but also the the various lines for that and some bonus super extra features. Then um, we will be hopping in a car and going over to Malibu. 
uh, to another studio, and we'll be catching up with uh, the voice pack Vega, also known as Brent Spiner. Um, once again, doing a load of pickup lines with him, uh, <clears throat> as they say, uh, for the Odyssey side of things, but also some, a couple of new features. And you never know if there's new stuff that lands before then. Um, we can, while we're sort of in flight, write script related to whatever it is that's coming during update 14. Oh, we're all dead, run away quick. Um, but then, signed today, we had also got the contract through for Gates McFadden for another another new voice pack. Um, we're just designing what uh, her character is going to be like and what her you know, specialism is going to be for a new voice pack for her. Uh, Dr. Beverly Crusher from Star Trek. Uh, but that's all signed and done, so we're going to be seeing all four of them while we're over there and yeah, come back with lots and lots of audio. We've got a couple of custom lines to be report, um, recording with Mr. Shatner. There was a competition we ran a while back for uh, custom lines for certain customers, which a lot of people entered, and we'll be picking a winner and recording their lines while we're over there as well. Is Arth one of those by any chance? Uh, no. Well, we did invite the Pilots Federation um, members to, to come and join us if they could get the time to do so but unfortunately this thing called update 14 was landing just beforehand oh. and um, I, I think Arf also known as Chuck Handgun uh, went off to cry a little bit because um, Mr Shatner he is was, one of he his he wasn't allowed to go no he wasn't allowed to go um, we are going to be joined by streamer Mal for the win as well who is actually coming along to the studio to meet us and may well be doing a little bit of streaming mm. from around there as well um, so we may be able to Fantastic. get some content with Mal. Um, so you never know, we might get a live video feed going. And if we can multicast to Hutton, we'll see whether we can do that kind of thing as well. But we'll decide that on the day when we get to the studio. Other than that, yeah, three of us... Uh, mm? You can't beat a bit of Mal content. Yes, oh, content Mal. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, did so... somebody mute him? <laughs> did somebody yeah, mute I'll him? Yeah, I'll do it. Not, yeah, not his mate. Mute, I mean, Yeah. Oh, anyway, the, the, the dad jokes, yeah. Yeah, like wrap the wrap the, the microphone cable around his neck. Yeah, <laughs> just 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 like don't leave any marks or any DNA evidence. We'll be fine. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what I was. That's what I will be doing. So uh, we might have a special treat: a <coughs> guest tech next week. Because yeah, I think Litho, you're away. Is it Jordi LaForge? And I'm away. <laughs> and Josh is away. Is he back from space by then? Uh, back from outer space with Snoopy. No, possibly. from uh, yeah, exactly. F yeah. Snoopy's friend. Snoopy's friend might yeah. be back from outer space. Um, yeah. So we might have a special guest tech and presenter next week because I think all three of the techs are going to be away and or busy, probably. So we I'm have, gonna have to get them my dust in though. We have a guest tech lined up. Mm -hmm. Other than that, um, no, not even with the. Um, Steam Deck, have I been able to uh, hop in and top up the cash on my carrier? So hopefully it's not derelict now. Um, but I am looking forward to spending a month of not doing any on-site work and spending a lot of time in Elite. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Congratulations. Good luck with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. And maybe, maybe eat some turkey. Well, I'll catch one of the yeah. ones running around the station. <laughs> just, just try not to get caught by any of the um, whatever might arrive next week. Um, I'm going to be on a plane mid-Atlantic, I'm sure, and safe as a result. Um, other than that, yeah. it's for the mug from me. Um, mug. 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 Flossy. Flossy. Hey. What have you been doing? Well, what, what have you doing? done? <laughs> you know what you've done. What have <clears> I done? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm asking you. What well, have you been up to? It's been a very weird week, actually, because... Oh, son's in Germany, so it's just been the two of us in the house. Oh, 
Yeah, it's gone for a holiday over there to meet some friends and things, so... Nice. Yeah. And it's all um, gone a bit quiet then? Yeah, very quiet. I've <laughs> exactly been out at all. Oh. I usually check them out. Yeah. Um, in fact, he's in now. Um, what was in that? Oh, yes. Um, I've got the the pre-patch thing for World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. So I've spent a fair bit of time in that this week. Right. Making a, what is it, a Draxire Evoker. I can relate. <laughs> I, don't, I can't. I have no idea what these things are. Oh. They sound great, though. I, I made, I read somewhere that if I made one on my main server, I wouldn't make another one later. So I, I right. went on to a different server to make one first. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I was very frustrated at first because you have to do this flying through rings and stuff and I couldn't get the hang of it. And then oh. just suddenly it clicked. Yeah, yes, and I then you were. Yes. <laughs> I love the fact that as soon as it clicks, that's all you want to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, because that a weird thing of hiding all your buttons as soon as you launched. Right. It kept saying, press something or um, forward to go <laughs> forward. I thought, where's that? I don't know where that is. And it was only later I noticed two little icons up on a different toolbar. Miles oh, of away from the rest. Yeah. yeah, so I've moved them to a more convenient place now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quite right. Yeah, and uh, once, I, once I noticed them, I was away. Yes. <laughs> with, a bit, with a bit of help from Wildheads. <laughs> 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 yeah, so yeah, it's been a, a good week. Oh. Um, not a lot in, in Elite. I kept going on having a look and seeing nobody I usually play with, so oh, I looked off dear. again. <laughs> I'm on there. I'm on yeah, there. Yeah, I, I, you, you don't play with me, though. I don't know you're there. Don't, well, I'm friends with you, aren't I? Yes. Yes? Yes. Oh, I don't know. I'm too busy looking out the window. <laughs> I'll give you a call next time. Yeah, give me a buzz next time. We'll jump on the team speaker. I don't, I don't like interruption people, you see. Ah, right. oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I'll just be doing something <laughs> random anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah, give just, me a shout Just the usual, pro- usual suspects haven't been around lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we're playing other games. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> mm. Which is why I didn't feel too guilty about going off playing World of Warcraft. No, quite right. Quite right. You play what you want to play. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have a change anyway. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So okay. I think that's about it from me. So that, well, you need to say the magic words. For the mug. For the mug. <laughs> and that's my cue to say hi, Litherbreaker. Hello. How are you? I'm doing okay, mostly. And what have you been doing? Better than the car is anyway. Uh, well, uh, well, your car? It blew up. Well, literally Actually, exploded. Uh, not quite. The uh, it, it was actually the other half's car, and she was tootling along the motorway, the M1, so nearly 250 miles from here, heading southwards to spend a weekend away. And uh, she was doing 60 miles an hour in the slow lane, and then she was doing 50, then 40, then 30, oh, then no. 20. Then she was stationary, and nothing worked And that's worked when anymore. it blew up. Yeah. According to the very nice man from the AA, when he plugged his magic gizmo in, uh, the fuel pump has decided that when it can't see any compression on cylinder one, because fuel injector one seems to be leaking, it stops pumping fuel. Right. So the reason it wasn't running any further is because it was refusing to give any fuel to the engine. So I guess not spraying hot 
diesel onto a hot engine is probably safer, but it doesn't get you very far. Hmm. So it's 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 it, it's now in the car hospital, and they've taken a lot of bits out of it and sent some of them away to be inspected and checked and tested, and and we're waiting to hear whether we're buying a new car or not. So really, it's going to be like a whole new car. Hopefully, repairable the existing one, but um, it might be that it needs a whole new engine. At which point, Jesus. it's probably better off just buying a new car. So so yes, that's fun. That's not good. Well, it could be worse. Um, At least this one's actually paid for, so... <laughs> well, aside from that, how have you Aside been? from that, I've been uh, crazy busy in work packing for the fact that, as um, Vante had mentioned earlier, I'm off to America next week. Unfortunately, oh. I'm going for actual work work, not for hanging out with the stars and sipping cocktails in Malibu. Um, what car are you going? Uh, I'm spending the first week in Boston. So that's, that's nice. the bit be, be, the bit before you get, you get to try the, there. the tea parties. I do, yeah. I can I can head to the harbour. I'm staying just up from the harbour actually, so I'll be able to head to the harbour and scoop out a cup of tea for myself. Yeah, after yeah. going through a packet of tea bags, then. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, the the second week I'm likely to be in Las Vegas, so less oh, wow. than 300 miles from where <laughs> David's in a studio recording. Rolling. Unfortunately, the dice. I, unfortunately, I'm still going to be working. So. Oh, we yeah, want to so get any chance to? Uh, yeah, it's it's. Um, I'm at a convention there, so it's 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 working in air quotes. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll have evenings to myself and stuff like that. And uh, my boss has already decided that I'm paying for everything because he can sign off my expenses, so that's all good. And yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, it's it's that kind of working. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 looking forward to it. I just. It would have been nice if I could have snarfed off for an afternoon and done the couple of hours drive it would have taken, about, about four hours drive it would have taken to get across to David and um, join him in the studio, but not to be. Oh. It is what it is. But uh, other than that, I've actually managed to get a game recently. I've, oh, what I've, did I've you do? I played Elite. I, uh, I decided I'd do some too hot too messy so yeah. i shifted my fleet carrier out to load up with mugs realized that my fleet carrier had that warning fuel low light on it <laughs> yeah. looked, looked at the price of fuel these days and went off to start making some money so i can afford to refuel my carrier <laughs> can you just mine it um i'm actually doing some uh, robigo mines passenger runs it's it's quick and easy in 10 minute bite-sized chunks uh-huh. and you can make you can make about 15 million credits in 10 mil- 10 minutes so and how how much is the price of uh, tritium? Well, uh, about fifty thousand credits a ton. Okay, so it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not terrible, but um, but I I spent quite a few tens of millions on stocking up the carrier with fuel, and thought don't really want to be below that magic watermark of a billion credits in hand, and I really need to make some more money because I, st- I still haven't finished equipping the fleet carrier either. So I've been. Which carrier called Litho? It's called the Bark. The B, yes, of course. Not not the Bark, the Bark. No, I know, yeah. I, is that B hyphen Ark? Yeah. Space. And where e, is it currently? Not E, E, Ark. It's currently out near Robigo, because that's where I needed a lift to in my passenger ship, which doesn't have a great jump range. Hmm. Very good. It has been hmm. parked um, in um, Alpha Centauri for the last few months while I haven't been playing, but I've kept it away from the orbital, so... Why did you keep so, it away yeah. from the orbital? Because there's limited slots out there, and it's useful for people that don't want to spend the one hour, 23 minutes getting out there. 
How many sluts are normally out there? Oof. It's it's usually about half full. I'm not sure how it's doing at the moment with the uh, <laughs> too hot, too messy going on. But um... it's okay. You missed that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't miss it, and I was going to come back to you for that later. He said slots. Yeah, I didn't hear that. <clears throat> yeah. Or maybe I chose to just put in another word instead. You, yeah, you chose to hear it as you wish to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too sweet and innocent for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to believe that one. Yes. Uh, but um, I think that's probably about it for me. Oh. So, um... you got to so, say um, it. The for the mug. For the mug. And it's time for me to say hi to the apology officer. How are oh! you? What have you been up to? <clears throat> I have uh, had a bit of a weird week in Elite as well. I I wanted to put night vision on some of my suits, and I found that it was far easier to travel out to Colonia and do it there than it was to do it in the bubble. So right. I flew out to Colonia and did it there. Um, I already had it in one suit, so I got it added to another two suits. Um... There wasn't a hanky bus last week, so I just went myself. Um, and then I came back on Sunday. Um, there wasn't a hanky bus, so I just did it myself. Um, and for then, I wouldn't have been potting about doing missions and things like that. I'm trying to get my trying to get my um, Dominator suit upgraded now. So I've got it up to level four, and I've got some nice uh, some nice mods on it. It's got night vision, and it's got faster shield regen. And it's got extra ammo capacity, and I'm just trying to work out what I want for my my final my final mod on it when I get it up to level five. So you know, I'm doing that kind of thing just to just talking about trying to gather materials for it. Um, and Dead Meat GF's Data Daily is a uh, buying, so I went out there tonight with all my spare stuff and sold it to them because they've been really helpful with me. Um, they helped me get some of the materials I needed to go to Colonia and unlock the, the thing, namely culinary recipes and cocktail recipes, which I just seem to never see. I'm getting them all the time now, now that I don't need them. It's one of those things, whenever you get something and don't need it anymore, it comes up constantly. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been doing. I've been potting about and, you know, trying not to get myself killed while uh, I go in and start up bases or go to crash sites and steal stuff. And it's been it's been fun. I quite enjoy that gameplay. Always like the kind of scavenger side of it. So that's kept me going for a while. Um, apart from that, for the mug. For the mug. Mug. Right, and to mug. round off the green room, because Commander Aiden didn't come back, it's Flossie to say hi to chicks. Yeah, Aiden mentioned oh. in the stream chat that his um, microphone appears to have died, sadly. So. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Okay. When's the funeral? Yeah. Mr. Chicks. Hello, Flossie. Can I just ask what you've been doing? <laughs> you always do the same thing. <laughs> uh, well, in game, uh, I've. Mm. We, yeah. um. I finally. <laughs> finally... say, yeah, Chicks, you're so predictable. <laughs> <laughs> that one who's at the top of the. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. Um. <laughs> So I, I gave in last Thursday and Ooh. went to uh, finally succumb and thought, I'll put the heating on. And uh, it didn't come on because the, oh, no. the, the boiler had died. Dear. 
So, so all that extraneous noise and voices you heard earlier on, I, I muted my mic while they were tapping out Morse code on the pipe. It was two plumbers oh, right. <laughs> who'd been here all day and didn't leave till half past nine, uh, putting a new boiler in. <laughs> oh, so we've been freezing our, our, our things off mm -hmm. all, all week, yes. I don't need nothing. <laughs> I've been lying on the sofa watching uh, watching television in my sailing gear because <laughs> it's all, all padded and. Uh... Oh right, very good. <laughs> yeah, so and I've I've literally been sitting here in five layers with gloves on, um, delivering mugs. Well, I've got five layers on. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Very uh, good. It's finally warm. Yeah. So I've been doing too hot, too messy. I I was at Hutton um, at the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, I thought I'd, I was getting a bit low on mugs. I was down to my like last thousand or so, <laughs> and uh, I saw that mug production had gone up to fourteen. And while and I fleet carries full of all kinds of stuff, so I I sort of offloaded everything I had that might be useful at Hutton and uh, upped it. Popped, no, I'm not saying it was the cause, but it, coincidentally it popped up to 28. Right. So uh, I, I filled my fleet carrier with all the spare space on my carrier with mugs and gin. Perfectly oh. balanced, of course. Of course. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> Well, it was different by two uh, previously because I couldn't deliver gin to uh, two stations very early on. Uh, so I've yeah. had an imbalance of two all that time. Anyway, it's it's balanced up now. All right. But yeah, Waller eighty one is uh, is is delivering a lot of mugs. He he's, is, isn't he? He's catching yeah. up fast. I think he was mm. inspired by the uh, the real life muggy one a month ago. So yes, uh, yes, he did well with that. Seemed to give him new energy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm actually I'm just coming on a matter of chemical complex now and uh, for another for another mugging. When I um when I landed earlier I realized that you know when you're in the where am I going next? So I'm I'm in mm -hmm. the I'm in the um left-hand panel and then yeah. all of a sudden I hear my shields go down. I'm like what? <laughs> come back scabs. in scabs here. So yeah. uh <laughs> I uh I sort of as usual, took off and sort of nuked them from orbit um, with uh, with dumb fires. Landed, and I thought, oh, I better better good, uh, dinner to make and all kinds of other stuff. So I thought, right, when I come back later. So when I logged <laughs> on just about an hour ago, half an hour ago, I was expect I, I bailed out the ship, you know, in my Dominator suit, all ready to take on some scabs. <laughs> And the base was completely back to normal. There was some security guard looking at me. I'm thinking, oopsie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it does go back to normal. Anyway. I've, I've had that happen to me so many times in Colonia. Mm. It's just, it's so, if you see the ping, ping, things happening, you think, oh, quick, sell, you know, try and fumble it and try to sell them quickly so I can take off again. <laughs> mm. Yeah. First thing is always, always sell the mugs and gin first. Yes, I always if, do that. Yeah. Sometimes the scabs are on the other side of the base and they run over. Yeah. And, and then take you on. And for hand weapons, they don't have to take your shields down quickly. Oh, I. They do, so, don't they? I mean, I, mm. I don't know how the heck they can do it because I don't think we can do it to, to ships. Can yeah, we? I, I, well, don't I don't know. know. Well, I don't kinda, know. I've never tried. <laughs> you kind of shoot at them, but the only ships that ever come near. Um, 
tend to hang around, drop some scavs off, and then disappear again. Yeah. So you don't really well, get a I'm, lot of opportunity. I've been completely destroyed by them just shooting me. It was funny. I, I was landing the, is it Bailey Manufacturing Complex? It's on one of the planets in Alpha Centauri. Mm. And I landed there and I was, I was shipping in. It was whatever. It, I think it was Blight or something months ago. And I could see my shields at the back were sort of, you know, shimmering blue and going down. I thought, have I, have I landed on something? <laughs> you know, I was in a cutter, so I thought, well, it's quite big, you know. Have I landed? I thought, and it, it took me a while um, to realise that it was scavs. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, very good. Well, the, the first time it happened to me, I thought it was just, uh, my reputation or something. So I went and did some missions for the uh, for the faction that owned it, and of course, hmm. it didn't make any difference because it wasn't them that were shooting me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. But yes, we'll uh, we'll have to find out um, with the parallel universe what happens with. Uh, well, of course, in the, in the other universe, they can't even land on the planet. Uh, well, they can land, there's no there's no planetary base sort of things. Well, that, that means too hot, too messy. It'll be very quick. <laughs> <laughs> it will for that bit, yeah. Mm. They don't have all the planetary bases. Well, they have. Well, they have some, surely. They have some, it's yeah. They've got, they've got yeah. some. They they all, they, they, but not the new ones that only came in Odyssey. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Was it? Uh, David might know, 130,000 or something previously. I can't remember the number. What was what? Hey, pardon, sorry. <clears throat> How many, can you remember the total number of stations uh, in Horizons? I know we added up to Well, no, I think, didn't we do, it was about 55,000. Oh, it was, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a significant increase then. Mm. We're just wondering how uh, Too Hot, Too Messy would work in the parallel universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it would be. Yeah, it, it would be what well. a quarter of the total, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it'd just be hot mess, basically. Yeah. 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 Mm. Oh, knock that out by Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we ought to maybe wrap things up and for the mug. For the mug. For the thank mug. You. Well, look, thank you very much, everybody. It's been lovely to chat to you all. Um, right, so we're getting towards the end of the show. Um, next week we're going to have a, probably a guest presenter, assuming he's still willing and, and able to do so. Um, keep an eye out for any sort of media for uh, things ready for patch day. Obviously we'll release our usual patch day notes, which basically say back up your bindings, don't moan about things, be ready to report them, and be excellent to each other, including the devs. Isn't that the short version? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and back up your bindings, <laughs> and back up your no, bindings, and anybody who doesn't back up the bindings and moans about it is going to get the slow clap. Yeah, <laughs> which is dreadful, and it's like Ooh, I had just, that just itchy. Yeah. Um, other, other than that, um, yeah, I think what did they say it was twenty ninth, wasn't it? The uh, yeah. the was it T Day, Thargoid Day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be, isn't it? It's a. Uh, it's not a Thargs Day. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> no, it's not Thug's Day. So maybe maybe it's S S Day, Stargoid Day, or um, yeah. Or we all told you so. Oh my God, everything. Yeah, anyway, everything's going pear shaped. Or it, it could be Guardians. I still think you know. I know Thargoids are following them. Maybe it's it's Guardians and Thargoids are following them, smashing stuff. 
don't know. Well, it, it could be that the Guardian AIs woke up when they saw the big Thargoid blast go exactly. off. Exactly, it could be some kind of hybrid. Yeah, some evil hybrid that's uh, noticed us and the Thargoids is going to smash both of us. And, of course, we'll find out what the destinations of these things are, which is most likely to be somewhere important, right next to Hutton Orbital. I don't know, the home of humanity, which would be terrible. But at least it's permit locked, so they've got to stop somewhere nearby before they get there. Ah. They'll have to get their federal rank up, won't they? Mm. It, yes. Well, they won't be doing it in Hutton space, I can tell you that for free. Okay, <laughs> well, look, um, so by the time we, we, uh, we're we back on the show next week, uh, we'll all be stuck into whatever it is that Update 14 brings. And uh, other than that, does anybody else have anything else to add? No? Are you all ready? Nope. Just, right. just uh, anybody listening, please move your headphones. That's it. Away from your ears. Mug. Well, that cleared a few things. Yeah. Journey too long, cargo too small. Profit margins never really mattered at all. Gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading all the teen out to the brim with the rest for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing a trucker song Flossy always seems to crash into the sun Skibble the pilot on the Xbox One Having out the free, you know, leads us well Truck across the galaxy now, everybody yell for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the trucker's song for the more, for the more, for the more. You know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Chokers song Cruising to a oh, 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 o
journey too long No cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere So shout it out loud like you don't even care For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from Everybody sing the Chucker song For the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Chucker song Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? <laughs>